Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, a podcast created to celebrate the strength and power of seasoned women as they navigate through the challenges of their everyday life. Join us as we sit around the table with our coffee and English muffins and share our insights and wisdom gained from personal experiences, life lessons, and sometimes a good old-fashioned knock upside the head on a mixed bag of topics related to self-love, empowerment, and living with purpose on purpose. My name is Miss D, and joining me at the table are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. We have room at the table for you, so pull up a chair and join us. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Table Talk with the Women of Tower 5. My name is Miss D, and I will be your host for our discussion today. Joining me at the table this morning is my sister queen, Miss Darlene West. Good morning, Miss Darlene. Well, good morning, Miss D. How are you? I am doing fine. And how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good myself. Thank you. That's good to hear. That is good to hear. All right. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to bless our table, and this is going to be a prayer. Lord, today and every day, I choose the voice of faith and victory. I declare that I am rising up higher in you and that I can do all things because you give me strength. I bless you and honor you in everything I say and do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes, amen. Okay. All right. So, uh, Ms. Darlene, uh, as you know, we have spent the last few episodes talking about relationship resources. And this topic has been moderated by our sister queen, Lisa Renee, and one in which we have taken a deep dive. So our sister Lisa Renee is not joining us this morning, but I am going to continue on with with her topic, uh, relationship resources. Um, And as I said, we've been talking about this uh, during our last few episodes, and she really had us uh, taking a deep dive and peeling back the layers as we spoke about different points like uh, putting your best foot forward, expectations versus expectancy, doubt versus defeat, living your best self, learning how to ask for help. And we really, really, you know, uh, really we just really peeled back the layers on those topics as we talked about relationship resources. And so when we talk about relationship resources, we're really talking about building an audience of strength. Um, and I believe, Lisa, that, you know, some folks may refer to it as a circle of influence, um, but an audience of strength. And that audience of strength is one in which we can lean on for resources, whether they are tangible or intangible. So, uh, you know, if we're talking about skills or or learning or tools to help us achieve a specific objective, Ms. Darlene, you had uh, shared with us that you're working uh, with a young lady who has a financial background. Uh, she's a financial planner, and she's helping you meet uh, those goals that you have. Um, and then we talk about uh, 
relying on our relationship resources for those intangible things like motivation, encouragement, understanding when we have those bumps along the road and we need someone on the sidelines to cheer us on. So we ended our last episode by summarizing the process to creating relationship resources. And, and we landed and we narrowed it down to three steps. Build, cultivate, and be responsible. Now, Ms. Lane, I have to tell you, that sounds nice and neat and simple, <laughs> but <laughs> these three steps, stayed on my mind this past weekend, and they really had me thinking about how do I do this? How do I build, cultivate, and be responsible in my relationships? I mean, you know, like I said, it sounds good, but how do I put this into practice to ensure I am building an audience of strength that I am really creating relationship resources? So with that in mind, I want us to tackle each one of these steps, starting from the bottom. So our focus for today, okay, um, is, is our focus for today is being responsible in our relationships. And with that, Ms. Darlene, I, I, the very first question uh, for the table this morning is this. What is our responsibility in relationships? Our responsibility in relationships and going into them is understanding why we're going into this relationship. What is this relationship for? Is it long-term, short-term, a term of just passing through each other's life, like for a moment? Like maybe at an event that might be a couple of hours and you never see that person again. So I think you we need to analyze that journey. And once you kind of analyze that journey, then you can kind of set the responsibilities for that relationship. Like if it's long-term relationships, what is the long-term relationship? Is it... Uh, you and this person at work, you and this person maybe at church, you and this person maybe doing business together. I, I, I think it needs to be laid out that way. And then, once again, you can determine the responsibilities in the relationship and the commitment that you're going to make in the different relationships to make it work. So... For me, that is how I view it. Okay. Okay. So what I got from that is that we've got to ask ourselves some questions. So what is it that we want from this relationship? Or what? even before that, what type of relationship will it be? As you said, short-term relationship, long-term relationship, professional, uh, uh, personal what is it that we, what kind of relationship will this be? And then that will help us determine what we want and then what will be our level of commitment, okay? That, that makes sense to me. That, that makes sense to me that we have to determine what type of relationship this is going to be. So 
for us to be specific, I, I'm, I'm, I just want to I want to pull from this. Let's say that this is a a personal relationship, whether it's uh, you know whether it's a personal relationship uh, with a family member or with a friend. Or this is this I say it like this. Let's say it's a non-working relationship. So with that focus, then Ms. Darlene, how would you then go about determining what you want from this relationship or from this individual to determine what your level of commitment will be? What would be your next steps? Well, a non, you said non-working? Yes. Okay. Well, when I think about non-working, that to me that's a casual relationship. It, it means this is somebody I met and I might enjoy just talking to for that particular moment, that particular time. Um, a non-excuse me, a non-working relationship also can be just you are introduced to this person. And this person might be a friend of somebody else that you know, and you once again you strike up a conversation, and that person might be there for a minute, or that person might be that distant friend that only time you will see that person is when you see your friend that's connected to that person, so. When I look at that, there's a lot of different elements that will determine what type of commitment I'm going to make. I know if it's like I've been saying, I'm not going to put a strong commitment like I got to make sure I keep up with this person, uh, calling them calling them up if I don't see them, calling them up if I hear that they are sick or death in the family or whatever that involves. So that is another element of commitment. And then once again, when I look at it, how much emotional connection am I going to put into this relationship? And when you get emotional, that means you are involving your heart, mind, and spirit. And like I said, if it's one of those casual ones, you just, you're, you're surface. You're very, very surface with that person in your conversation and in your interaction with them. If it's a friend of a friend, once again, you're still kind of casual in your conversation with them. Now, if this person that we are talking about comes into play a little bit deeper, there's still levels of communication, levels of what I'm going to tell this person, levels of what this person will be in my life, and and they will happen in sequence. And then with that, you'll learn great lessons. Maybe I should have let this person in. Maybe I should have kept that person out. So there's a lot of elements to that, and there's a lot of levels to it as well. So for me, that's just laying out my levels and how I mm-hmm. analyze non-working relationships. 
Mm-hmm. And, and there's a lot taking place. You know, as I was listening to you, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of processing and identifying, okay, how far do I go with this person? You know, what, mm-hmm. what type of communication am I having with them? Is this something that I'm going to continue on with? But in the meanwhile, I'm going to, you know, uh, sustain the relationship. I'm going to reach out and touch them and, you know, uh, have some cons- uh, consistent communication. That is really a, a, a lot of action taking place when we're talking about determining what type of relationship we want to have with someone. And so I want to ask you this, Ms. Darlene, do you, whether it's consciously or, or subconsciously, when you meet someone, do you have an idea in your mind of, oh, this person is a potential resource I need to then, and I'm going to use one of the other steps in, in, in this process, I need to cultivate uh, a relationship with them. Meaning if you, if you meet someone like, you know, in, for myself in, in the course of, you know, my day-to-day, I meet a lot of people. And as you said, some people are, hey, how are you doing? Great, nice to know you. And then you move on. But then there are other people that it's like we have an instant connection. And this is Mm -hmm. somebody that I would like to get to know further Mm -hmm. because, you know, I like the way they think or, you know, the way they carry themselves. Mm So uh, are you able to make that immediate decision to say, yes, this is a uh, an individual uh, resource that I would like to develop? I do have a judgment level, instant judgment level, yes. And by that person, depending on what we're talking about, and by that person's conversation, once again, I'm still determining, hmm, I know what to tell them, what not to tell them. I know that I'm only going to see this person because we're interacting for this particular reason. I also have learned that through that, sometimes people are seeking. They're they're standing back and analyzing you and what you're about and, and seeing striving to see your true self. And there are people that are like it. They just stand there and study you. And as the more you talk, the more you tell them, hmm, I can trust this person or, Uh no, I can't trust this person because, or I don't want this person around me because I don't like their spirit. I mean, so I'm, I'm thinking as you season, I think it gets more keen or it should become more keen because Mm -hmm. you've had a journey of dealing with people. So you just don't take people at face value. Most of the times you don't take it as as face value. You've got to have some proof. Something got to be seen going like, oh, okay, that person did say they did, da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, I can trust that person. So yeah, I think I think I have one of those keen scents. And it has developed over the years. Didn't always have it, but it has developed over the years and 
at this time and point in my life, I feel it's very keen, very sharp, very quick. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Um, you, you understand what I'm saying? It's, Absolutely. It, 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 for, Absolutely. For you, it's probably the same way. Absolutely it is. And, and I love how you said that because, as you said, wisdom, uh, we are seasoned women, and, and, and one would hope that as we have gotten older and we have learned more about human nature, we can, you know, mm-hmm. stand back and, and, and observe. And, and I love what you said because, you know, it's not, just, it's not just us checking out a person. It's others checking us out as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can really learn a lot about people about, by what they say and what they mm-hmm. don't say. So mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, I, I check my mm-hmm. spirit. I, and, and as you said, I wasn't always very good at that. Uh, I was not. I, I ignored uh, the spirit. But because I am in tune with the spirit, you know, my radar is high. And, and I, I'd like to know, I like to believe that I can detect sincere people and mm-hmm. folks who are insincere. So, I, and, and, and I think it is sort of like a, 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 an immediate reaction um, to know, yes, this is a person that I need to move forward with, and this is a person that I need to feed out of a long-handled spoon, as as, as my mom used to handle. say. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 that's the truth. And 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 I, I but I I will say I think that there is a flip side to that, and I'm going to put this on the table, but I'm going to leave it there for a minute. In that. For myself, being a seasoned woman, you know, I do have, uh, you know, we have established circles, right? We have, we, you know, just based on 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 relationships that we have developed on our journey, we have those those circles. I'll call it that, that have been with us uh, for a while, and you know, at times some of us are resistant to expanding the circle or maybe even closing in the circle. So what I mean by that is sometimes we're resistant to adding new uh, people of influence and we are hesitant to drop people who no longer have influence. So I'm, I'm going to put that on the table. I'm going to let that sit over there by the English muffin uh, uh, <laughs> and the eggs. But I'll come back to that. So, Ms. Darlene, the next thing that I that I was thinking about this weekend, um, you know, as part of being responsible, and, and, and we really spent a lot of time talking about what it means to be responsible in a relationship, and you shared some really great insights on, you know, showing up and listening and following through and, and not being afraid to ask for help. So the next question that came in my mind was, Dee, how do you show up? In a relationship, because if if we're talking about building relationship resources and those steps are build, cultivate, and be responsible within the relationship, now I may think I'm the bomb.com in a relationship, but am I really? So that's that's my next question for the table. And, uh, you know, I I, I think for myself, I, I really need to get into this one, but how do you show up in a relationship? Well, once again, like we have been talking, we have different type of relationships. So, like, if I'm at work showing up in a relationship, well, I've learned to study all of my people around me. 
their behaviors, their attitudes. I know when they don't feel good. I know when they are worried about something. I have a sense of when I can speak out and just say what's on my mind and when it is just, darling, be quiet, don't say nothing at all. That's how sensitive my radar is just with my coworkers. So with that, I've learned how to show up in their life. If I see that they're, they're, they're not feeling well, I might just say, you know what, don't look like you're feeling too good today, Sarge. What's going on? And they'll just come out and just start talking to me. So then I will know um, how to help or just being a listening ear. That's showing up. That is, you know, or if I can do something for them, I will ask as well, is there anything I can do for you to help you? So that's showing up in that environment for that individual. And it might be several individuals that I might have to do that to just to help them through that day. That's that encouragement. That's that showing up. I'm showing up in their lives on the job, meeting them where they are on their job. Now, you have your relationships like maybe with family. Well, that could be almost a no-brainer. You know your family. You know all your family members. You know how they feel. You know how they think. So then you know how to show up in their lives. And you know when not to show up in their lives because they don't need you the way that you might want to come. They might just need for you just to be there, like I've been saying, a listening ear. Not to lend a hand, not to give out money, not to give out no advice, but just to stand there and listen. And then you have your friends, and you got different levels of friends. You got friends like organizations you might belong to. Well, you have friends on those organizations, and sometimes you're around those friends maybe once a week, twice a week, three times a week, however you interact with them. Well, then you learn them, and you learn their behavior. So then you know how to show up in their life. Can I help you? Do you need me to bring you something? Uh, do I need to donate? I mean, then you have, you, you, you have those type of relationships. Then you have the ones that are intimate relationships. And when I say intimate, it's a level like you and a girlfriend or you and you might even have a boyfriend. And when I say boyfriend, there's the intimate boyfriend and then there's a male friend that is just a friend. And so you learn these people and you learn how to show up in their lives to support them, to give them what they need, to give the encouragement that they need. Then you also learn when to stand back and know and stay in your place. So for for me, that's how I analyze showing up in a person's life. 
Miss Darlene, Miss Darlene, Miss Darlene, you have taken me to school today. <laughs> and for our listeners, you just got the textbook response, okay? From Miss Darlene, the professor. So, how do you show up in a relationship? She just broke it down and told you how you need to show up in a relationship. <laughs> oh my goodness! And what is key? Your your theme in each response that you provided, whether it's a professional, an intimate, a working relationship, is. Study the people around you so that you know how to show up in their life. That is that is some wisdom right there. I love that, Miss Darlene. How do you show up in a relationship? Study the people around you and listen to them. And, and this goes back to what you always tell us, Miss Darlene. Stop, look, and listen. Stop looking, listen, listen. And I tell you, it was really um, uh, an eye-opener, you know, when you talked about showing up. And, and when we talk about showing up, you said, you know, sometimes just being a listening ear, that's showing up. Providing encouragement, that's showing up. Sometimes people don't need anything from you at all. You just stand there. Just stand there. That's showing up. You learn the person. You learn their behavior. Oh, my gosh. That's, that, that, is, that, is, that answers it for me. How do you show up in a relationship? Analyze that relationship. Determine what that individual or what those individuals need from you, and that's how you show and, and, and provide it, and that's how you show up. That was great. That was great. And I have to tell you, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was great. And, Mr., mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I enjoy, thank you so much for giving me the credit, but that was still those life lessons that we've been talking about as well. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and those those lessons that are the, those hard ones, you don't never forget them. You'd be like, you know what, thank you, Lord. I got the encyclopedia. I don't need to walk yes. through that lesson again. I know that's right. I know that's right. I <laughs> and, you know, and, and the biggest thing, and I tell you, this has been a lifelong lesson for me, and especially the one where, you know, just showing up and just standing. And I think a couple of, uh, you know, a while ago we, we spoke about, you know, standing in the gap. Uh, and, and, you know, you can stand in the gap and be silent and never open up your mouth. And, and that has been a journey for me of recognizing that, just as you said, showing up doesn't always mean that I have to take an action, meaning I don't always have to go in my pocket or I don't always have to be the one to tell somebody what to do or offer advice or, you know, give them direction. I don't have to do any of that in order to show up, just my presence, just standing still and allowing people to find their own way and and letting them know, you know what, no matter what happens, I'm going to support you, I'm going to believe you, I'm going to love you, that is showing up. And, And I had to learn that 
once I moved my ego out of the way and said, you know what, B, uh, take that S off your chest. You're not superwoman, supergirl, whatever. Take it off, and it's not my duty to to clear the, 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 the cobblestones out of the way for a person on their journey. That's up to them and the Lord. Because mm-hmm. in the same way that he straightened my path, he will do it for others. So this right here, how do I show up in a relationship? I, I, I just simply show up as Deidre um, and, and recognizing that, you know, in my interactions with my coworkers, my family, my friends, just as you described it, you know, understand uh, who they are, what they need, and then uh, that's how I will show up in their lives. That was just awesome, Miss Doreen. Awesome. Oh yeah. And and and, and, and you know, you, you you know, I, I had another question for the table and, and I think I know that with your response that, that I know the answer to this for you. My other question, Miss Doreen, was once we know once we ask ourselves the question, how are we showing up in a relationship, then I think the question behind that is, are we putting our best foot forward? And, you know, with um with our sister Queen Lisa Renee, you know, when she talked about putting our best foot forward, she used the analogy of when we were growing up and, you know, how our parents, you know, made sure that we, you know, presented in a certain way before we left our house to put our best foot forward. So are we putting our our best foot forward when we show up in relationships? Are you putting your best foot forward? Well, yes. And, and, and to your point, everything that you say, we put into action. And so we physically put our best foot forward when we're showing up in a relationship. It can be an outward appearance. But also we are putting our best foot forward because all those things that we have learned and how to deal with people, being in relationships, they come out. They shine, they bling. And so you are putting your best foot forward because you learn. You 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 have learned knowledge of how to stand tall, how to stand firm, how to stand back and let it unfold. You're not trying to make it unfold, but letting it naturally unfold before you. So, mm-hmm. yes, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, when you have to force, it, it's like, girl, why is she trying to force that? I see her. You ain't got the forces to, to, to be out there. People see you. Regardless right. if they say anything or not, you are noticed. But sometimes people have to hear that they're noticed or... I don't know, if, if you're not secure in yourself, you search to be noticed. Mm-hmm. So that means mm-hmm. you'll do things, say things, dress one way to get noticed. Mm-hmm. And then you, then the other part is realizing who you are. And so you stand in it. You don't, you don't need all of that anymore. It might have been part of your life at
Son, Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you for joining Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We look forward to having you at the table again. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so glad you joined us at the table and hope you are able to take away some nuggets that will help you navigate through the challenges of your everyday life. Be sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and you can follow us on Instagram at TableTalkP5Women to continue the conversation and to share your comments and feedback. We look forward to having you at our table again.